Hey, Zombro fans, how you doing? Especially on Johnny J's. Heard me early, missed the OK button. That's all right. <laughs> Merry I didn't, I didn't Christmas. I hear you early. You said, ready, said, we were on the beat, and then you're like, oh, no, wait. <laughs> yeah, that's my fault. That's OK. Welcome to a Christmas Eve episode of Zombro's Podcast. Thanks for being so patient, being able to wait. We originally were scheduled for Sunday, but all sorts of things with God came up, so we'll get to that in a moment. But I want to wish you a Merry Christmas, a Happy Holiday and a happy new year here from Zombros. Though we'll see them just before New Year's, January 30th, we'll have our Patreon guests on. So that's exciting. How are you doing, John? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. A bit tired, but I'm doing all right. Yeah, party. I've been to like three straight parties now. So what was it? I had my sister's game night party on Thursday. What's today? Today is not Thursday. Today is Monday. (laughs) Shit. So Saturday was that. Then yesterday I had a party that um, I sent you text messages about. Yeah, my mom was yeah. just like, you got to go to this party and get outside. And I went there and like. Uh, this is when you texted me and you're like, you're like, should I be human? This yeah. Is during the show time. And I'm like, <laughs> yes, be human. <laughs> so, Part of why the show was canceled yesterday was because yeah. I encouraged Reed to be human and go out and interact with people outside of his home. Yeah. But you also had stuff going on too, right? You had a whole family day. Your dad was adamant about taking you guys out. Yeah, I would go. Uh, there's a there's a Christmas village every year in Philadelphia in Center City, um, and it's like a big thing. And uh, so we had a we had a whole family day out there yesterday. Oh, so how, how how do you say no to that? You know, exactly. Especially when like very rarely is the whole family together at once. Um, so there was that, and I'm like. Yeah, Reed, you go be human because I should probably go do this. <laughs> and then, uh, although I'm tired, but it's not because like I was out partying or anything. No, it's because I I, I got a stupid switch and I put it right side of my bedside. Oh no, no, you got to keep that stuff away from you. I wish I, I wouldn't bring my phone to bed. That's the worst thing. It's my alarm, and I just yeah. I thought the I thought the phone to bed was bad. The switch in bed is bad. And I was talking about this on the on the um. On the um, oh, on the patron call last week, mm-hmm. I mentioned that there's ways to play Black Ops Four on the Switch. Yep, which is just a recipe for disaster. <laughs> I haven't set it up yet. I put the experiment with it for video, uh-huh. but like being able to just play zombies in bed at a moment's notice could be an awful thing for my productivity and sleep schedule. <laughs> I think I went to bed at like four in the morning last night, and I got to bed noon this. I'd say blackout would be more devastating to me. And yes, Johnny's cam just died and his internet just pooped. So I don't know what happened. Hopefully he'll be back real quick. But I'll, I think, I think he's still. Do you here. see me or hear? No, I can't even see. You just, you just went blacked out. I can hear you a little bit now. You're a little robotic. Just came out of nowhere. You probably everybody's on the internet at home now that like I just got done explaining. Everyone's home now for Christmas. That's pretty typical of what ends up happening when you try and do these shows. Hey, there he is. Yeah. But Blackout would be bad for me. I actually have gameplay of recent Blackout. I was playing with Juan, Kingdom Hops, that gamer guy. I'm having a lot of fun with that. We're actually going to experiment with um, through the Discord, and I might see if I can CODcast it, or just I'd just rather commentate over it. Uh, Blackout tournaments. And we'll have Blackout tournaments, and I hope I can like go to different players and see where everyone's at and commentate over that. I think that might be fun, entertaining videos for the brand new year. So I'm very, very excited for that. Shout out to Alistair, Alistair, Alistair McDonald, McDonald, yeah. who uh, donated five pounds and said Happy Christmas Eve, Johnny J, twenty five. Happy Christmas Eve to you, uh, Alistair McDonald. 
And happy Christmas and merry happy Christmas. Yeah. Happy Merry Christmas and happy Christmas Eve to you too. He donated and uh Oh, did you get too. the same donation yeah. too? So he was so ah, nice. He split like the twins. ten between us. That's so nice. We're twinsies. I went to a white I went to a white elephant uh party the other day. Yeah. You know what that is? Yeah. yeah Explain and, it for uh, the viewers that don't though. Okay. Yeah, white white elephant party is when everybody brings a gift and um and it's usually a gag gift or like or a re-gift, like something you don't want. Mm-hmm. And uh through through a game, you end up swapping gifts. And uh you you don't know what you're getting. You just will grab a wrap present and like it could be anything. Ended up getting a, uh, a beer caddy over there, right behind me, with a bottle opener. Mm-hmm. Uh, best white elephant gift possible. So my holidays are off to a great start. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. So uh, just real quick, Smart and a bunch of the people in chat want us to talk about Treyarch just tweeted out something. So let me. Uh... Yeah, they've been they've been teasing. They've been teasing. They've got something coming up or something they're cooking for the New Year's. Yeah, it seems like that. zombies, but this is. I was wondering though, if it's zombies in blackout. Oh, it is. It is. And they have Christmas hats on. So that's kind of cool. Uh, zombies in blackout are dressed for the season for a limited time starting december 24th uh blackout zombie are sporting festive holiday hats and new permanent zombie spawns at farm uh double xp double weapon xp is that just for uh, it's for everything okay multiplayer zombies in blackout through january 1st oh that's nice i'll actually be able to level up a whole bunch of stuff because of that i know i know the meme right now is that and i don't even know if it's a meme but at least the common complaint is that zombies gets no updates while blackout and multiplayer do. Yeah. And in this instance, I kind of agree with it where if they're going to go through the effort of throwing the, uh, throwing the, throwing the zombie hats in blackout, Mm. couldn't you have also just done it in zombies mode? Yeah. Yeah. Like uh, maybe, maybe, maybe suddenly rendering 24 extra christmas hats would be a little too much or maybe updating the mod i don't know dude could you imagine a blight daddy with a christmas hat like flopping around just, just like oh why couldn't you have done it and i mean maybe they're like oh this game is way too unstable what if these christmas hats break it and we start getting all the crashes again and then i'll be like all right fine but, i get it. But, but really like but how come blackout gets gets the zombie content yeah, yeah. zombie it's, has it's more like, why does zombies content within blackout get christmasy yeah it's, but it's they better. or could, couldn't you've just thrown some christmas lights around the map like they've done before in the past yeah and that's what they do in blackout i'd argue that blackout has better zombie customization and rewards then Call of Duty zombie mode inside Black Ops 4. Unlocking Richtofen, even though it's a pain in the ass to pay the money, but unlocking Dempsey through the tier system and Nikolai and being able to play those characters in Blackout feel way more rewarding because you actually get to see them in third person when you're flying and stuff. It, mm-hmm. It's it's ridiculous. Imagine werewolves with Santa hats. That is funny. Not canon! <laughs> That's another good one, Zero Beat. Why no, they I'll, do I'll it. call that canon. Yeah, this is just nonsense. She's like, I don't want to play into the meme that mm-hmm. like zombies gets no love. But in this instance, it sure does feel like zombies gets no love. Yeah, it's it's pretty. I don't know. Even they did they do it with didn't they do it with the giant last year? They there or was a hard for Valentine's ago? Day, and then there was like 
bats for Halloween with the blood? No, I don't think that's right. I know the hearts for for Valentine's I Day. Remember, they I, remember, I feel like the giant got decorated for Christmas, but I don't remember. Back I, I it definitely didn't. I, I'm almost certainly no. did not retexture. They're really not. They don't like retexturing zombie maps, which I think is a huge miss. Okay, I got I gotta read these two off right now. I'm not saving this to the end. Uh, Romero gave us. Uh, did you get it too? Romero donated, and he no. says, "Merry Christmas to you both. Love the podcast. Twenty dollar donation. Austin Cop did the same thing with a five dollar donation. Something for your stocking. Thanks for the dog tags, guys. Oh man, you guys oh, yeah, so, are so ooh. so nice. Thank you so we'll much. Do. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Before we get into the actual meat of the show, we'll do yeah. a little. Uh, oh, we should have seen ugly stars. sweaters. Ah, oh, next year. All right, that's a good idea. Ah, that's shit, a great right. idea. Oh, next yeah, time. next year. Oh, that would have been fun to do ugly sweaters. Yeah, we're just getting. Um, you're just you're crazy off college. We're all we're all feeling it out next year. Don't worry. We're actually, I'm pretty have... sure I don't even have my ugly sweater with me. Um, but uh, yeah, so I, I sent out a lot of the dog tags mm-hmm. um, last week. Yeah. And then there's like seven dog tags I haven't sent out yet because there's seven people I don't have addresses for. Those people have since been emailed. Mm-hmm. Actually, one person said he didn't want the dog tag. So I guess there's six dog tags that need to be sent out. So uh, potentially check your emails, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I don't know what I'll do with the extra dog tag. Maybe just give it to a random patron who hasn't yet received one okay, or wasn't originally eligible for one. But that is a thing. International posters, Zombros posters. I'm gonna get to you. <laughs> I'm gonna mm-hmm. get to you. We've got we've got more we've got more Zombros swag coming your guys. Yes, as well. uh, I'll show that in just a moment. But just for the posters, the problem is the, they sent me the money for the shipping, and then that got lost. It, not the money's not lost. Like I have it, I'm gonna send it to you. It just there's the the organization between my 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 merchandise on my website, the Rad Rendering Patreon, and the Zombros Patreon. It just gets lost. It's just there's so many orders trying to find whose address and what thing. I, I got to get a better system. So that's still on me. Your posters are coming. It's happening. Don't worry about it. Everyone else well, domestically has got their posters a long time ago. But since while we're on the topic, you're waiting, While you're waiting for your posters, and I'm going to kick Reed in the butt to make sure he gets these out on yeah. time because this is a seasonal, timely thing. Yeah. Oh, yes. This, um, this is what you're at. Okay, here we go. So we have, we have Zombro's beanies. Um, yep. We figured these are going to go out for free to all ultra rare and uh, all ultra rare and Primus patrons who are patrons by the end of the year. It's a Zombros beanie with like Zombros colors and the Zombros logo. And we figure this would be perfect for uh, for like the winter. So you'll get it right. Hopefully right at the start of winter. And then you can carry that through through January, February, March and keep you keep you warm during the cold winter nights. Yeah. And, so, it's, and we tried to make it not intrusive either. So if someone like you have it, so you're repping Zombros gear, but also it's not like Zombros giant logo. Yeah, yeah. It's it's not like you just got Zombros plastered on your head. You've got a yeah. you got a nice little beanie to keep you warm, and you're supporting the show. So that's going out to all uh, Ultra Bear and Primus patrons, and I'm gonna make sure Reed gets them out on time. Yep. Uh, so no, that won't be a problem. That one's easier than the posters because the posters are a pain in the ass. Well, not actually. No, the posters got out. It's international is the problem. It's always international shit's the problem. Mm-hmm. All the other posters have been sent out in plenty of time. Everybody got their their domestic Zombros posters. Yeah. So I. So that's uh, that's all available on the Patreon. Mm-hmm. And shout out to everybody who has supported the show. Seriously. Oh yeah, that's what I wanted to talk about because of the yearly review stuff. There's there's so much we're just getting into. Is the I think we need a big thank you to everyone this year that supported Zombros that made this like a real show. Like we mm. went from a 
you know, we kind of show up and do our thing to a legitimate show inside that year. Like, in one year, we've had some incredible growth. We've had our rebrand. We've had all these patron supporters making it so we can do this podcast every week. We've produced Zombro's merchandise. We've been doing six episodes a-, a month now because there's two bonus episodes this has been a big. Uh, this has been a big year for uh, Zombros, I'd say. I say because yeah. I mean, so we got here. Yeah, yeah. We, got, we got the. We got the. So we we've hardly ever missed a show. I don't think we have missed a show since the Patreon launched. Yeah, and that's a big part of the Patreon. Because honestly, yep. if there was a Patreon, I don't think we'd be doing a show this week. If there yeah. wasn't one. Yep, it'd be like fuck it. It's the holidays. Yep. Um, but there's there's well, an obligation to make sure that you guys get shows so that you guys get rewarded for that. And we've made some we've made some cool Zombros merch. We've uh, um, we've got uh, yeah the bonus episodes, the revamp, uh, and even then we're still tweaking it because we want to ever improve the show. We've got some ideas to make the show even mm-hmm. better. The goal is to make this what was once I feel like amateur hour into a really polished podcast. Yes. That's what we're hoping for in the next year. Do, do we want to share just some of the general ideas, or do you want to just keep it in the yeah, background? Sure, we, we can go into it. Yeah. Um, I mean, so the big thing is we want to get we're going to get like an intro and an outro, um, and so that would that would like play the beginning of the podcast. We're working on that. Um, mm-hmm. I've been tweaking the artwork. Some of the people yep. who were uh, in the Zombros Discord as well as in the Zombros Patreon call might have saw that. Um, we were doing like subtle changes to the artwork. Like we're not completely redesigning it, but you'll notice I'm rocking the mildly updated art right now where mm-hmm. I uh, we just kind of removed the number to the episode entirely, lined up the logos a little. So there's a little bit of con- we have like six or seven different versions of the same overlay. Mm-hmm. And I basically made a lot more continuity across all of them because they all have minor tweaks and differences. And I instead just removed all those little minor tweaks, got rid of some of the extra fluff and just made it, made it, made a lot of continuity across all of the overlays Mm -hmm. so that they're all relatively the same with the exception of the boxes. And then like we have now I put on screen, like the little, um, Reed doesn't have it yet, but I do. I wanted to save it for a year thing, but John's like, nah, it's a rotating gift that shouts out all the ultra rare and Mm Christmas patrons which is something I've been wanting to do for a long time. Yeah, it's fantastic. But to figure out how to make gifts with transparent backgrounds. <laughs> then I realized that Discord, or not Discord, OBS just has a slideshow function mm-hmm. that works perfectly. Wonderful. Like online GIF, I, I don't you know how to You can also just, it. if you have a solid background, you can chroma key any solid color out. Yes, and I've tried that. Oh, it didn't like, work. I was ready to do that a month ago. Okay. But then I realized that chroma keying text doesn't really work well because the edges get cut off. Gotcha. The chroma keying text doesn't work well as other stuff. Okay. Uh, but but I like that, and it's a cool little thing to have on screen. It shouts out some of the greatest people who support this podcast. Well, that's right. We did have an intro. Holy crap, I forgot about that. Oh, you don't remember the old Zombros yeah, intro that we was had... really loud? Yeah, it was super loud, and we had the... Uh crappy 3d cinematic zombie thing going on oh my god i forgot all about that yeah it will be nothing like no, that no. it will not make you want to like click off immediately <laughs> yeah. yeah i remember i remember back when i was sponsored by ironside i had the ironside yep. logo which was really loud and then the zombros logo which was also really loud it was just a mess i i make sure not like i turn down their ironside logo every video i, I if they're upset with that they can message me about it but it's it's too loud. It is absolutely too loud. I mm-hmm. oof oof. Because you got that hammer that bangs down in the middle. It's like ding. 
Ding. Yeah, but but it also like bumps it up like someone's doing some about to have a sick guitar riff. And it's like they Neep. want you to know that Ironside has sponsored this video. Like, yes, they have. Absolutely. Actually, that is. I guess that is the point. That's a hundred percent the point. <laughs> you doofuses. Mm. Uh, but Zombros is getting ever better, yes. and it will continue. To, Zombros has gotten better this year, and will continue to get better as the year goes on. Twenty nineteen. Oh, you know what? I mean, we should acknowledge in the zombie community, our, our peer, uh, Conan Pizza, started his own pizza podcast. And uh, I want to say good for him. That's, that's wonderful. That in case people hate our guts, because there's plenty of those, that there's actually another podcast out there since the Smith Play stopped doing his and he doesn't like zombies anymore. So it, it's kind of good that we have some diversity. I, I don't know how We got competition. Yeah, we got competition. You know what? Screw him. That's it. Conan Pizza's going down. Uh, shout out to shout out to uh, Ramiro Garcilazo, who also donated. Same guy who donated to you. Thank you very much. Oh, thanks. Fantastic. Mm -hmm. Merry Christmas to one and to all. So it's interesting to see how the zombie community is evolving. And the reason that came back to my head is because I very much believe that this is a great platform for people to be able to voice their opinions and discuss the zombies community. Pizza kept saying on his podcast that this is the oh, what was the terminology we, this is needed the the zombie community needs a voice i'm like what if, the I... if, if the pizza podcast is the podcast of the people is this the podcast of the uh of the elites shows? yeah are we the, the elitists <laughs> yes with the proletariats oh the dirty out of touch youtubers that feature donation questions patreon questions chat questions and uh oh you know it was, a, you know, it was another big you know what was another big step up for Zombros in 2019? Yes. 2018? What was it? We're on Patreon. We're on nah, Patreon. We're already on Patreon. We're on Spotify oh, yeah. and iTunes. Yeah, that was awesome. We that did get on there. Thing. A really, really big deal. Uh, I got to update the last episode. It just sometimes when I go, I have it up in the if in the next couple hours if the damn videos would process quicker. And then it falls behind because things get busy during the week. So I will have that up as, long, as well as this episode for you during Christmas in case you're bored. The there's another thing I wanted to point out about our show. We were just talking about featuring people and the da, 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 darn it. What else did we do in this year for the show, John? What else was brand new for it? Oh, I know what yeah, I wanted the, to say. Yeah, I got it. I'm what? sorry. Um, guess I'm working really hard to actually have consistent guests. That's something we were able to do in the past, but uh, lately it's been a little more difficult. We were going to have Frenzy on this past Sunday, but because of, like we told you, all the scheduling differences, he's going to be bumped to later in January. Next week we have the Patreon guests. The following week we have Glitch, who, if you're unfamiliar with him, he does the fastest and most concise tutorials at this point on the platform. Then we're going to have Turbo on, and then we'll have Frenzy on, and then I'm hoping we're going to be trying to get uh, Noah J on the podcast again, Mr. Dalek JD. Uh, oh, goodness, who is the, the Nixaru I wanted to have back on the podcast? And Cameron Dayton we're talking about trying to get him back on the podcast now that he's shift gears over to Anthem, that it would be interesting to talk about some of the World War II content. Now that he's betrayed the community. He's betrayed us! I, I, I'd be interested to see what his vision was for World War II Zombies Part 2, because that probably won't get made now. And I'm really interested to see where he was going to take it, and that'll be a fun what-if podcast. So we'll reach out to him as it becomes appropriate. Uh, I don't know if Jason Blundell and Craig Houston or any of the developers would like to come on here for your next DLC for some marketing promotion, but you're always welcome to. 
you're always welcome to come onto the show and communicate with the community. Your choice. <laughs> I will allow it. Uh, but yeah, it'd be nice to hear from them again. So that's always an open door for any developers at Treyarch or Call of Duty Zombies. Lee Ross, we hope to get on to, but that's when it's appropriate. It doesn't really make sense off season right now to have him on where he's just going to be like, man, there's all this stuff I want to tell you about, but I can't. And then we just kind of stare there like, okay, I guess we'll retread <laughs> those things from two years ago. And actually, it'll be good because his game's going to come out this year. So his next version of Zombie should be coming out. Isn't that alarming? Yeah, Isn't that maybe alarming? In <laughs> maybe in May. Yeah. We're going to get a tease for... Uh, we get the Lee Ross episode going in May. Who's Yeah. Hype? Oh, man. That the actually Lee would be Ross fun. Episode. That'd be a lot of fun to have Lee Ross on. Very, very, very excited for, to see how this year goes. But we should be having consistent guests week to week, which will be really, really fun. Mm-hmm. All right. So... Should we get into today's episode topics? I think we hit on most of the stuff that we needed to. Yeah, should I give my should I give my review of Dead of Night? Yes. So Johnny wants to talk about Dead of Night that he's got to play it a little more, and then we're gonna reflect I, about I've the zombie community. Playing Dead of Night a bit, and I've mm-hmm. come to the conclusion while that it is a good map, Treyarch has officially killed casual zombies. Okay, why? I'm taking a bold stance. Okay. Gone are the days when you can just jump into a zombies map and dick around and play. Mm-hmm. You know, like Kino. I feel like yeah, Kino. That's Kino, the ultimate like bore. It, it gets boring quick, but you can just keep dicking around it, forever. It, yeah, it, it, Kino's a map that gets boring quick. But any zombies player, whether somebody who's incredibly skilled, like smart guy, or somebody who's just never played the game before, can kind of jump into Kino and just play. You know, mm-hmm. like there's nothing really. There's no fluff. It's just. You you run from zombies every so often. A few hellhounds come in. If you want, buy some perks. Pack a punch your gun. Pack a punching takes two seconds, and anybody can figure it out. You know. But you play a map like Dead of Night, and you get rolling, and it feels all right until you want to do something like pack a punch. Mm. And I don't think pack a punch is something that the average player will be able to figure out that quickly. Okay. And what makes okay. it extra difficult to figure out is that now you're dealing with the vampires, and the vampires are a pain in the ass in themselves. And I feel like unless you have a pack-a-punch weapon, the vampires will always be a constant thorn in your side. And then, not to mention, you get pack-a-punch open, then you're dealing with the uh, then you're dealing with the werewolf, at which point yep. you need the silver bullets. And I feel like when you're playing this map, a shield is essential. Mm-hmm. Now, for most of us who are experienced zombies players, this is all stuff we can do. We can open the pack-a-punch. We can build the shield. I might need to have a reddit guide because I forget where each shield part is. Mm -hmm. But I'll make sure that when I'm playing, I have that reddit guide up. The casual player isn't going to have that reddit guide up. The casual player isn't going to know where each of the three potential shield parts could spawn. You know, you have three different parts and they can each spawn in three or four different locations. No casual player is keeping track of all those locations. They're not going to have a shield. They're going to constantly get their butt kicked by the vampires. They're going to struggle to get the pack-a-punch open. I feel like this map in particular really hammers in a problem that the barrier for entry to zombies is getting higher, and I don't think that's necessarily good for the game. You make some very valid points. I feel like the shield has been an issue for a very long time, and I do want to thank Checkled for a $5 donation. Merry Christmas, Reed. Wishing Zombros a good 2019. Thank you, and we feel the same way. Definitely going to be shouting out all the Christmas stuff because that's fine. But the shield has really changed, like, the way I can play zombies, even in previous maps, it seems like Revelations, Go Ride Kroby. You gotta get that shield if you want those extra hits to be playing in a much more comfortable mode. The Playing without a shield, you can see a drastic difference in how the game 
executes mm. and how much fun you're gonna have because sometimes, you're just sometimes I'm, sometimes I'm dead of the night i don't feel comfortable until i have the shield right and with black ops 4 i think it's even worse because you have zombies that get faster than you mm-hmm. when i didn't i was playing a game of rush when i was trying to get that dead dark ops achievement which is like fifty thousand, fifty million 50 million points or something like that it's a lot it's a lot of work but you you i didn't have stamina up on and I could not outrun the zombies at one point. So if you don't have stamina up, you're just you can't get past a certain point, like the fifth or sixth rush, on any map because they're just faster than you. And without a shield, they're they're instantly downing you. It's not fun. There's mm-hmm. there's nothing you can do. It has nothing to do with skill. They just instantly kill you. You can't camp. You can't. And just like what well, what is this game becoming? And that's where it kind of doesn't feel like zombies anymore in some circumstances. So that's where you do you do you do you seem to always die during the uh the bat step when you're getting the tuning fork the one specific to the perk machine maybe it's just me but i feel like that one always guarantees me one down um i don't die only because i save my specialist weapon for that well sometimes i use my specialist weapon and i'll still go down oh no but that one like like when i'm playing dead of night i always just assume that i'll have one less quick revive because i kind of guarantee myself a down during that one stupid step because mm-hmm. it's so early in the game that you're not really all that well set up yeah. Especially if you're rushing too, mm-hmm. you know you can get you can start that step oh my pretty God. early. Have you played rush? It's so much fun, but also absolutely asinine and ridiculous. Oh yeah, I, I mean I haven't played Dead of Night Rush, but no, I've yeah, I'm Dead saying Dead of Night Rush is crazy. Like they just start throwing vamp or werewolves at you in like the second rush. I would be, I wouldn't be shocked. And I mean the the goddamn werewolf. If you don't know, I don't think oh somebody's the real dealio said Johnny sucks. Lol. <laughs> it's a matter of me sucking because yeah. I'm better than most players yeah i'm not as good as most youtubers but i'm better than most players and quite frankly if i'm playing this map and getting a little frustrated and ticked off then i guarantee you others are too Mm -hmm. and like i think most casual players won't even realize that silver bullets are on the map or how to make the silver bullet and they're going to be wasting so much ammo on that goddamn werewolf he is a bullet sponge Mm -hmm. and i know jason would probably watch this and say oh well just build the silver bullets and you'll be fine. But not everybody knows or thinks to do that, you know? Or even look up a guide for that type of stuff. I feel like I feel like your casual player won't figure that out on his own. And if he does, it's real luck. And um Yeah, I thought so. He was just joking around. Like, but it's casual. Yeah, I, I know he was, but yeah. I just wanted to I just wanted yeah. to throw that out there. Mm-hmm. I don't think you should have to expect casual players to go up on Reddit or look up YouTube tutorials. I agree. And then think about how complicated it is where they don't know. Like, silver bullets happen after the inventory pulls a World War II on you, where it's actually, there's more yeah. than a couple boxes. So they don't even know how yeah, complicated yeah, yeah. it is. Well, they throw, I, I noticed that when I'm playing, where I'm like, okay, there's there's typically in Black Ops 4, there's been like two sets of boxes, maybe yeah. one for the shield, one for the pack-a-punch. Yep. This time they throw three sets of boxes at you. And I'm like, okay, well, I, I, first off, I have no idea what even goes in that third set of boxes, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, there weren't even that big of, like, indications that there was something I could do. Like, like I feel like there weren't even quotes where it's like, oh, if only I had some silver bullets to take out this werewolf, you know? Right, very classic or stuff like, that used like, to... Like, there should be, there should be very obvious audio hints that mm-hmm. there's more to killing this werewolf to make it easier. Mm-hmm. And then I would also love it if, um, if, like, in World War II, I can hit, I can pull up... Uh, I can pull up the scoreboard. Yep. And then the next item in whatever quest I'm working on is highlighted. And maybe maybe what I would recommend is 
in normal mode, don't include that, but include that in uh, easy mode. Mm-hmm. That would be perfect for easy mode. You make a good point. You make a good point I, to I help think, casuals. I think actually that would be a great idea because that was one of my favorite parts of uh, the Final Reich because mm-hmm. you jump into the map and even your first time playing, you can hit the Easter egg running, you know? Yep. Like I pretty much got all the way to the boss fight on my first playthrough of the Final Reich because I had that system to hold my hand. And sure, it held my hand, but I absolutely loved it because I felt like I was on an adventure. And I think for your casual zombies player who maybe isn't that very good, doesn't know about the silver bullets, has no idea what they're doing, can jump into easy mode, have their hand held through it, and then maybe come the next DLC be like, well, maybe I'll try to find this one on my own. I won't use those guys. You know, I'll I'll bump it up to normal mode instead of casual. You make an excellent argument. I I very much... That plays into my criticisms that easy mode should have Easter eggs because that leads people to want to do the other stuff. Easy mode should have yeah. the lore radios. It should get people interested, especially because it's uneasy. I, I was going to make a video, and I'm, I'm going to, uh, where it's a detailed analysis, uh, an introduction, a couple-part series of the Easter egg quests and how they have evolved. And not so much, I don't want to be like, this is bad! No, no, just like, this is how it was. This is where it is. And you can make the judge of how things have changed. But the, sim- the mechanic of like just removing a crawler, like crawlers should be in easy mode in zombies just so tedious steps that used to be not a problem in the past are now a problem because we can't have a crawler and get it done and it's these type of mechanical changes that cause such frustration for players in a step like inputting the voice of god or doing a a morse code step you need to have the crawler because at least with the crawler you have like 10 seconds to enter stuff then run them back and do it when you have one second just to, i think i got one that time it kind of makes things a little conrad difficult. conrad on in your chat conrad herbert yeah. says looking for parts on a map is not fun at all and that's exactly my point it's very sand nobody yeah you know it's like it's sure i know that i'm missing three or four parts for whatever next thing i need to build mm-hmm but the only way I'm realistically going to find them is if I'm just walking around the edge of the map holding X, you know? Yeah. That's very Otherwise, simple, otherwise there is no logical way to find it because all See, the spawns and there's the problem. Are random. Right there's the problem. The logics the logic isn't there on the map. It's it's frustrating for me to even go back to what you said about quotes. Like we used to have those quotes in game, I swear, where characters would indicate that there's something more to do, like an Easter egg quest steps. They would be like, hmm, how do we turn off the batteries? They're literally telling you that's the step. But we've gotten so sorry for hitting the mic. Getting so far away from these key functions that make the game fun. It's not like, oh God, they're gonna figure it out. I like when I again, because this this is relevant in my life, that's why I bring up the example for D and D when I'm telling a story to these people, like I don't want to do the thing where I'm trying to hide everything. Oh God. I don't want them to figure out all the twists and turns in my head, but it's like, they don't even know where to start. If you don't like tell them the narrative stuff, like you treat them like they're adults, the whole show don't tell idea, but like, if they don't know it's in there and there's no clues to figure something out, then it's not going to be, fun it's not they're never gonna figure mm-hmm. it out and then it's and i and take that now and apply it to jason craig where they're so worried that we're gonna be able to figure out their twists and turns their big secrets what the boss fight's gonna be what you know where toffin's gonna die or whatnot and they're just trying to tell things out of order and make sure we can't predict like a normal person like a normal story you go oh, i bet this is gonna happen when you're reading a story or watching a movie they're trying to remove that from us and it's causing the games to feel just 
empty or barren or nonsensical until, you know, like the prequel map comes out and we're like, why wasn't this first? Th mm. There's got to be that implementation of like proper narrative. I think the best, um, I think the best instance of buildables and zombies would be mm. Black Ops 2. Oh, I know this God. is going to be controversial. Oh, hear me out though. Hear me out though. Which map? Don't tell me transit. Transit's uh, the one of the worst defenders of buildables. I'll go. I'll go buried. Buried. Okay. Buried, buried has easy. a handful of buildables. Trample steam. You've got the head chopper. Yep. You've got the um, mm -hmm. the subwoofer. You had three or four different buildables. Okay. Uh, oh, you also had the turbine too. Yep. So you had four different buildables. Yep. But none of them were essential. Okay. They all were great, but they were essential. Okay. You know, so like I feel like in Black Ops 4, the buildables are essential. Okay. And they're kind of a pain in the butt to do sometimes, especially when you don't know them. Like Certainly. most casual players aren't going to build the buildables. But in Black Ops 2, yeah, they weren't easy and you can only carry one item at a time, which kind of sucked. And that was a big knock on Black Ops 2's buildables. Mm -hmm. But it was like, okay, if I take the time to learn how to build this subwoofer as well as the. Uh, the turbine mm -hmm. then i'm just gonna blow away the zombies and it's gonna be fantastic or i can put the yeah, head chopper yeah. in and it's gonna be really cool or i can use the trample steam and suddenly this changes how i navigate the map because i can jump from this building to the next okay. instead of having to go all the way around they enhance the gameplay mm -hmm. but if i don't build them i can still play the map normally right so that's a great point we're talking about functionality we're not trying to say buried's the best map of all time what you're no, you're, I just think I just think Barry knocked buildables out of the park because yes. they all improved the transit. I think transit tried to do the same thing, but where transit failed was that the buildables didn't really the the cost of building them wasn't worth their value. Yes, where transit buildables were particularly difficult to build because the map was so large, and then once you built them, they were kind of shit. Like you had that battery which would shock the zombies, but it wasn't very good. You had the turret, but the turret also was pretty ineffective and remember so you, you had, had to power them build, all build. with the fan and then that would yeah, break you had power, so which it, would mean that you would have to build the you'd have to build the the uh the gun yeah set it down wherever you want it hope that a zombie doesn't break it in the meantime mm -hmm. then go run to the spawn and build the turbine then you have to go move the turbine back and then once one of those two components breaks then you have to go and grab a new one again now whereas buried buried was super simple now, on top of that, I wanted to bring up the Leroy mechanics. I didn't want to interrupt. Oh, you. and Leroy could do it for you. Yeah. If you were smarter. And the thing is, it's rewarding skilled players for knowing these little things that gives you little advantages on your gameplay. If you know to give Leroy candy by a buildable bench, he looks at the diagram and then he goes and builds the part for you. Or he'll even go get a mystery box for you. He'll keep a mystery box in the same location. Those things are what brings zombies to life. Those little details that reward skilled players now again buried is or is well, arguably I'll one say of the this. Buried, maps. Buried, I've, I've knocked buried for being one of the easiest maps of it's all so time easy. but part of also why buried is so easy is because skilled players can really optimize and take advantage of that map's design and structure mm -hmm. i mean back in black Ops 2 when i was making videos i have like six or seven videos just all about like advanced tips in buried yeah. You know, I have, I have a whole video showing you like five creative uses for the time bomb to give yourself like all the perks. So use the time bomb mm -hmm. to like get unlimited money. Or I had a, I had a whole video just on different jumps and different bits of parkour you could do on that map. Mm -hmm. Like you can you can get all around that map without opening up any doors just because you were able to pull off all sorts of different jumps. 
it's very... especially in uh, especially in grief because grief had a few extra doors open for free mm-hmm. and that would give you a huge advantage over players in grief on that map because you can get areas that they weren't able to access and just because you know this conversation is is about functionality right now and how interesting it was implemented and how well these things were for rewarding skilled players the way you could get free perks from the ghosts from the ballistic knife from the time bomb opening doors with the time bomb it was just all these different mechanics to reward you for continuing to play the game and to figure out how to optimize the maps and optimization i've argued can kill these maps in that sense optimizing a map like barry does make it too easy but does it hurt replayability it, I, I I don't know. I, I don't I don't think I I don't have the tools on me right now to actually make a solid analysis of that. But it's some it's an interesting conversation to have. So wh- where were we? How far off did we get from our original topic? We we went down. Well, a it basically hole started with my my review. Of oh right, right. Dead of Night, and that's really all I have to say about Dead of Night is just because I think, I think it's a most it's a mostly solid map. It's pretty stable. Mm-hmm. At least people have described it as stable. I haven't heard that many complaints. No, I haven't uh, had any crashes. When I've played it, once I'm rolling, I'm fine. Mm-hmm. It's just getting rolling. Oh, it's that's the last point I wanted to make about it. I, I find that I have more fun when Pack-A-Punch is readily available. So you have it in places, let's say, Doris, uh Ascension. Um, yeah. So maybe, maybe that means... Maybe that means then we should be playing this with mutations on and just turn on pack a punch. Right. But then I feel like I, I you know, I, I, there's a there's an internal feeling of cheating. Yeah. When you do that, it's like, oh, this isn't right. I'm better than this. I should do this the proper way. Mm-hmm. So then I then I'm then I'm hesitant to just turn it on in mutations. I feel you. And then you're not getting XP as well. And then you can't do the Easter mm-hmm. egg. So there's a to- there's a whole bunch of reasons that deter you. On I just think something adds the flow when you can be run like Doris just nailed it. I'm sorry. I'm the old guy constantly talking about Doris. Um, so I'll be quick, but you can just hit the teleporters and go pack a punch quick. It's, it's just a whole, you, it's a whole quick system. You don't have to stop your gameplay. You can be in the midst of a zombie horde trying to kill you. You're trying to hold out the mainframe as you go and throw a pack a punch weapon in and just barely get away. Or somebody else could teleport and save you and kill all the zombies there. Derise and Drock is similar in that sense that all you got to do is press square twice and then you you just follow wherever the heck the Pack-A-Punch appears in these maps. Ascension, you blow up the rocket, you, you're on some Lunar Landers, which is basically Derise 2.0 in sense of opening a Pack-A-Punch. Those things aren't as bad. When you have to go through three tuning fork stuff, I find myself that that's, that's a chore. I very much feel like... It's you gotta doable. Follow, you gotta follow the ghost. You gotta do this. Yeah, do like the crystals you give you a great hint. It's it's logical in the progression there, but it's exhausting just to get pack a punch open. When... Oh yeah, I was able to I was able to figure it out on my own. Mm-hmm. You know, it was very clear because I saw these I saw these glowing things and then I shot it and I'm like, oh, it's a crystal. Yep. Kill a zombie near. Figure that out. It's very intuitive. Yes. But there's something about it though that was just a little too much. It's a you long know, for every time you want to set up. It, it's felt, a bit it, much. Felt, it felt more like I was starting the Easter egg than opening up Pack-A-Punch. Mm-hmm. And I don't feel like Pack-A-Punch should feel like an Easter egg step, you know? Yeah. Oh, you know what? I want to just briefly, I don't really want to go too deep because I want to talk about our favorite memories from this past year in 2018. I want to say our favorite maps, our favorite DLCs. Like I want I want to talk about 2018, World War II Zombies and Black Ops 4 Zombies in just a moment. Events and all that type of stuff uh, for the last half hour of the podcast. but Or a little less than a half hour. Um, but 
I feel because I was putting together that analysis for the Easter egg mechanics and steps, John, and something I found interesting is we never went truly forward with Easter eggs and maps affecting other maps. Now, hear me out. Black Ops 2, we had the nav cards, and they were setting up being able to have Easter eggs change other maps, and that never evolved past where we saw in the buried endgame. Sure, we got an RK5 reward, but I at this point in Zombies, I feel like we should be able to complete an Easter egg, and then it changes the other maps, especially if you complete all the Easter eggs on the on the, like our launch maps on the current four. It would be so interesting to see, does that unlock new areas? Do you get new features, new functions? Does that cause, you know, maybe just a small area to open up where you can have permanent access to, like, a perk, kind of like a Widow's Wine scenario in Zetsubo no Shima. It seems like we should have continued to have an evolution of cross-map Easter eggs. Sorry for hitting the mic again, sorry. Cross-map Easter eggs that would have evolved this game mode and being like our imagination could go wild wild into oh my goodness as soon as i finish this does that unlock a part two like defeating revelations right but what if after like you did all the easter egg quests and you beat revelations and then you try and do revelations again and it's the ending's different because you beat all the other easter eggs all of them have been completed mm -hmm. and that would have played really fun into the cycle there's so many ways i feel like they could have tracked and and tried to implement that but we haven't gotten there. I it's so uh, just left on the table. I could definitely see that. It's tough though when you have two different maps. There are two. Yeah. You have two maps for each story because then they can't cross over. Yes. Yes. I but agree. You, but they could have had. They could have had a uh, blood effect. Um, classified. They could have had blood effect classified, yeah. and they could have had voyage effect uh, nine, something yeah. like that. Could have been oh. interesting just to see how even if it. Even if you don't change the ending, others adding step, adding areas, adding rewards, something like that continuously through the game. If you're going to end the game, you should really give our players a reward and not, you know, it, just completing it should be a reward and then perfecting it, like having a flawless, you get like all doors open on Voyage. And I think there's one for mm -hmm. nine as well if you do a flawless Easter egg run, so no downs. Job suggested Easter eggs unlocking new specialists. That could have been fun. Oh, yeah. Perfect. Absolutely. And that, again, builds into the character of specialists. Like, I, I wish they were specific to characters or, like, you had a, an arsenal you could choose from or something like that in the sense that Bricktoven has access to lore-friendly instead of taking Dempsey's because then it kind of takes away what's, you know, unique to Dempsey now because he's just, like, using the same weapons everybody else's. And it's, I, I don't know. It, it just feels like insert COD Online and just whatever class it takes away from Dempsey the character now. Just like, well, I mean, I'm playing as anybody, but I have Dempsey's gun, so we co we're cool. I don't want to go too deep on that one, though. All right, it's year review. Year review. Year review. I'm Gloria Borger. <laughs> uh, did anybody Welcome make an oopsie? Did anybody make an oopsie this year? Treyarch made an oopsie on launch for 60 straight days. <laughs> All right, uh, best best zombie oopsies of 2018. Yeah. Let's see. Um, uh, Black Ops 4 was one big oopsie. Oopsie doopsie. Uh, releasing your DLC a day early in Australia. Oopsie. Oopsie. Um, were there any big YouTuber oopsies? Oh, God, yeah. Did Dalek I'm sure there are, something? but I, did he, I legitimately can't. Did he show something can't... early, or was that BO3? I thought that no, yeah, that's BO3. I'm, I, I'm trying to think. Are there any big oopsies? There's uh think about World War Two. 
Easter eggs getting solved before it released by the YouTubers. Uh, no, that was a, that was a 2017. That was a 2017. Oops. Oh, you're right. That's Final Reich. Yep, yep, yep. I'm trying to think uh, of the um, DLC maps then. Did uh, anybody? I, I feel like nobody gave a shit in World War Two to, to even make an oopsie. There were oopsies. There's there was World War Two oopsies. That's for Darkest Shore. Uh, oh, Treyarch again. <laughs> Treyarch canceling uh, DLC two on uh, Sledgehammer. Yeah, yeah. Oopsie doopsie. Treyarch accidentally breaking DLC two. Oopsie. <laughs> there was supposed to be a uh, a boat map for the second DLC for World War Two Zombies, and then Activision and Treyarch said, "Oh no, there's this thing called Voyage of Despair coming. You can't make that." And then Sledgehammer was like, "Oh, oopsie, oopsie doopsie." <laughs> uh. Uh. Glitching nah, the queen, the, yeah, the queen, lo, the queen logo. Oopsie was 2017. Yeah. So, but the oopsie for Queen recently was uh, cheating and getting the ending up. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Releasing the end, cheating for the ending. That was an oopsie. Uh, the uh, developer. That's an oopsie. Doopsie. Oh, oh yeah. The uh... <laughs> this is great. I love this. Uh, yeah. He released his rant on Reddit and then ruining DLC one. Oopsie. Yeah, call of nobody. Wait, the call of nobody cares. Oopsie. Yep. yep that. Yeah, call of nobody cares. Uh, only to be outdone by the uh, night dude. Right? It was knights. I think it was his name. I think so. Okay. Yeah. Let's just say, let's just let's just put uh, QA testers in just one big oopsie pile. Oopsie made an oopsie. Okay. Uh, Black Ops Four reveal. Were there were there any oopsies there? I think that was a win. Uh, I think that was great. The reveal. Black Ops Four reveal no oopsies. I don't think. Yeah. Uh, oh, oh, I can think. Of, I can think of a Lex oopsie. A Lex oopsie. That's yeah. Give me a Lex oopsie. <laughs> oh no, is it? Is it not a public Lex oopsie? No, I don't. I don't. I. I don't know if it is or not. Oh. You tell me. You were there. Uh. Oh. Oh yeah. Oh, he smarts in here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's quite an oopsie. <laughs> Me trusting chat. Oopsie. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm. Oh, uh, yeah, that was a that was a big oopsie by Lex. Um, <laughs> that's for sure. I yeah yeah screw Lex. He I shouldn't laugh at that because that was a dick move. No, that was a total dick move. Lex charged a bunch of money to people's rooms like a dick. So I don't I don't know if he ever resolved that. I hope he did. But as I was leaving, it was not resolved yet. Uh, it sounds like a typical Lex move. Let's see what else. Oh, Zombro's oopsie. <laughs> mm -hmm. We had our oopsie doopsie, that's for sure. <laughs> we won't get the tour into... was like a semi oopsie. Yep, that was a, that was a long oopsie minus the first Patreon oopsie. So yep. Oh, oh, oh yep. The, yeah, the, patr the the Patreon oopsie. I forgot about. Yeah, that no, we we had tons of oopsie. We're not we're not immune to the oopsie. We are not oopsie free. Not even close. We oopsie did up. Oh, we even. Someone got offended by my Russian comments last week, so that's an oopsie. What'd you uh, say about Russia? Last remember week? how they took that city in uh, Ukraine, and they also took a chest. No, um, Crimea. Crimea. Uh, yeah. He voiced his concerns that we painted him in a bad light, and that Russia was liberating these people, and they actually voted to be free, which it's, I still think is is rough to me. That's like they're starving, and we liberated them. I'm like, mm, I've heard this before, but I also uh, don't right. deny. Oopsie. Uh, that our media also skews thing. I think the truth is somewhere in the middle. So, but I did apologize to him and I said, you know, like I don't know Russian politics, modern politics. So that's an oopsie. That's an oopsie doopsie. Locking the classified Easter egg behind one fifty. Oh, that was oh, no, 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 no. Reducing, making it starting at two fifty five was an oopsie. Oopsie, and then having it cheated. Oopsie, not fixing the mutation glitz. Oopsie, oopsie. 
Uh, there were lots of Treyarch oopsies this year. So many Treyarch oopsies. Come on, there was World War II month. ones. What else was there in World War II? There was the oopsies. Come on. Uh, Come here. Come here. I don't know. I feel like World War II flew under the radar so well that there weren't that many oopsies. Uh, I mean, the developer heads got, like, booted halfway through. That was strange. No, they didn't. Didn't they leave and get promoted? Technically, they left and got promoted, but it was like, but what are they doing now? Like, I don't understand the promotion per se. It's Oh, and what's his, what's his name actually just recently left Activision, too? Which one? Uh, somebody did. Somebody did. Uh... Jeez, who were the who were the World War II developers? Give me names. I know Glenn Schofield and yeah, was it, the maybe other it was guy. Glenn Schofield. Glenn left. I don't blame him. I think so. One hundred fifty health. Yeah, he's at EA now. He's at EA. Oh damn, EA is taking everybody. They took Cameron and Glenn. That's strange. Look mm. at him. Look at EA go. The EA that's an EA. oopsie from Activision letting their best people walk and go to their competition. <laughs> oopsie. Uh, I disagree with changing the Easter egg steps. They were fixing the glitches in the Easter egg steps. I feel like that's Mr. Raffle Waffle rhetoric right there. Oof, th- that might be an oopsie calling the game a scam. <laughs> uh, oh, oh, releasing the game with only a three-hit uh, health system, that was an oopsie. Yeah, you're, you're pretty adamant about that. I don't uh, know how I feel. About apparently, that, so. Tortured Path got released early in Australia. That's an oopsie. Oopsie? That's an oopsie. Uh individual uh, oh, oh, oh yeah being so late with the torture path yeah. individual maps oopsie that's a big oopsie not re- releasing that to the public the individuals i don't even know if that's fixed yet i think it happened but that reminds me guess what uh go red crovey still not fixed on black ops 3 you still can't complete that easter egg how is that possible that's ridiculous that's- it worked before it's like why is it broke now and how could you not fix it that's a big oopsie. Goodness gracious. Oopsie doopsie. Buying a mystery box edition. Now, you, oh, oh that biggest was oopsie. oopsie. Biggest oopsie. Oh, man. Now I've just got this box full of skulls in my room. Yeah. It's, what am I going to do with oh, that? <laughs> Every time, just like, man, what am I going to do with this? You kind of bump it slightly and the, the cap goes off a little bit. You just hear you, the horrid screaming because you left the damn thing on by mistake. Oh, God. The screaming's terrible. I probably... I pro- I probably shouldn't say this, but I remember I had a conversation with somebody uh, within oh Activision slash Treyarch. Oh, boy. Easy, John. Like, Did you sign an NDA? <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm not sure. I'm not I, sure. Yeah. Be careful. Uh, oh, well, we'll, Don't get yourself in trouble. We'll just we'll just put it at this. They were really excited for the Mystery Box edition, which we already knew because they were really excited about it at the reveal event. And I was just like, Mm. yeah but i didn't say that yeah dude i feel you on that <laughs> i didn't get to see you unbox it but you describing how you were like trying to unbox it on the charity stream being like wow this is something well not that not that not in the moment because it was cool to see for the first time okay okay i'm just talking about like just like behind the scenes talking about it i got and you. um I remember them being very excited, and I get why they're excited because yeah, they've been working on this story. for a long time. They, they see the vision; they know where it's going. But it was—it it was just me, like me, me, like because I've said this for a long time that like I don't really love the mystery box edition, and even mm-hmm. as like before it came out, I'm like I don't know what I'm gonna do with this shit. But I'm like, oh, you're so excited for it, and I'm not, and I feel bad because I feel like <laughs> I should be excited, but I'm just oh. not brutal but i'm not gonna say that to your face because that would be rude that is extremely rude yeah see that's that's uh 
I feel that's the respect that gets lost these days where people are like, you got to be honest. It's like, yeah, but you can be honest, like respectfully. It's you like, I'm just... not, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna be honest and say this was a shitty idea. Yeah. You just be like, oh, you know, I'm happy for you. You know, that's, that's not being disingenuous. I'm happy. You're happy. Yeah. Jesus Christ. All these people working on this stuff. Uh, origins oopsie. Even Dalek had it. Oh, Dalek's in here. You're not. Well, I thought about the origins oopsie, but that's a yeah, 2017 oopsie. It is a 2017 oopsie. But that was a big oopsie. I love actually one of my one of my favorite videos of all time is it's a little video uh, Liam made on Twitter where it's it's like uh, like, I'm starting a new series, Mister Dalek JD, dildo or dildon't, (laughs) (laughs) and then and then it shows the clip of John accidentally showing origins. (laughs) It's like is Mister Dalek JD a dildo? (laughs) <laughs> in my new dead part series Mr. Dolly JD Dill do or Dill don't um, I wanted to bring up I love that video that's one of my favorite brilliant. videos on the he's internet. so smart and it's just like it's Johnny oh. like oh shit you're not supposed to see that <laughs> at least he can take a joke I appreciate John being able yeah. to laugh at himself that's great thank you for letting us laugh at your expense yeah. John I mean we I messed that up I that's think a... too when we had our stuff with Knock didn't I accidentally show a video or map early or something I feel like I I'm Zombros so. or something. I, I absolutely, for like a second, showed one of the Chronicle maps, but it was. Oh, Mad of Factions in 2019. Oopsie. Oopsie. Yep. Um, there Various was... random queen dramas. Oopsies. Yep. Yep. <laughs> just that's good enough. Like, just we're various... just <laughs> we're just gonna put that in a big <laughs> bucket of queen oopsies. <laughs> oh, this is great. Um, the Rick Toffin statue face. Oopsie. Like two hundred fifty dollars oh. a statue? Are you kidding me? You crazy? Yeah, bastards. selling ugly statues for two fifty. Oh god! And then putting that as the like a dead of night achievement too. Like, why is Rick Toffin there for standing in the clock achievement on Dead of the Night? That's an oopsie. No, no consistency yeah. in these anymore. <laughs> yeah, I hope so too. I hope not too, John. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they... Oh, man. There's been tons of them. God, this has been great. Is there any more oopsies before we try and think of some happy things? Because this has been just... Oopsies. So many, uh, so many oopsies. My God. Uh, and I'm trying to think. Tortured Path oopsie, where you have to play it in the public pay- playlist and not the private game modes to get the ending. Mm-hmm. That's kind of an oopsie. That's an oopsie. Um, not knowing the jump scares weren't tuned right remember that they weren't aware like two months in that there was the jump scares were too frequent on the final oh right? yeah yeah that was an oopsie oh your oopsie was mentioning about a song recording oh yep yep the uh where are we going we heard early i mentioned that oopsie remember that at, oh uh, is, that, is that off the record uh it well be I'm not going to mention the thing. Remember, I had to remove it from the podcast. Oh, yeah. yeah. Because that. But, you know, it wasn't our fault, but it sort of was our fault. And I didn't even think about it at the time. But oh, oopsie. That, you're right, that, was an, that was an oopsie. That's an oopsie. That's an NDA oopsie. <laughs> double summoning oh, key oopsie. Probably still not fixed. Oh, the double the double summoning key oopsie. Don't get me. Don't get me. Oh, going. oh not to mention not to mention the uh the last gen graphics on the nine outro oopsie. Oh god, that was hilarious. My god. Uh oh, Vegetable donated five bucks and he goes, Do you think GK being broken was a way of Treyarch doing a troll move as a reference to Blood of the Dead and how Nikolai must keep his soul? So it just doesn't work anymore because that would be crazy if that's the intention. 
that everyone's saying it's broken and doesn't work anymore, which also be a dick move. Should be to lock them out of that achievement, but because he can't get a soul anymore, no, nah, you're giving Treyarch too much credit there. I think I think I don't know about that. that. I, don't know, I don't know about that. That would be dope, and I'm sure Jason's gonna be like, oh, thank God, oh, I can spin this now, perfect. But no, I, I think that's that's pretty broken. What the hell? What the hell is a knock? N O K. A knock? N O K. I don't know. I hope nope, you didn't just knock. say something I just dirty. Got, I just got Nine donated um, something in knock. Uh, we'll get. Oh, it's here. a Norwegian krona. Ah, now I know I what know. that means. What does that mean? It's the currency in Norway. Oh, they use uh, the oh. Norwegian krona, which is spelled N O K knock. Oh, hi. Oh. How you Tap doing? and snap nine seventy six. Thank you for the Norwegian krona. He asks, Will World War Two Part Two? Will it ever happen? No. With that's, Cameron Dayton gone, I think it's very unlikely. Yeah. I mean, he was really... I liked what he did with it. For the Merry Christmas to you, too. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, and I got to do Merry Christmas to Vegetable. He also donated. And he says, uh, glad I can listen to you guys at work. I feel shields up or carpenters is essential for Dead of Night, which uh, which Pack-a-Punch is worse to open... Or which Pack-a-Punch is worse to open, Dead or Shadows of Evil or both? Oh, that's a good question we'll get back into toward the end of the podcast. I still want to do oopsies. But I want to wish you a Merry Christmas because I, I missed that one earlier. All right, so we'll get to the other uh, d- uh, donation questions. I need more oopsie doopsies, John. I think I think I, we've we've have we we've got just about all of them. Oopsies. All right, I, th- I I don't know. We I, we're scra- we gotta be scraping the bottom. All right, of the barrel. we're good. That was good. That was a good section. That was a good yearly. We'll have yearly oopsie doopsies potentially weekly. The Kate when they, so, when they happen. <laughs> so, are there any um what what are good things that happened this yes, year? Yes, that's what I want to get to. What are some of your favorite experiences? Your favorite memories of zombies in twenty eighteen? Like our darkest shore run is one of my favorite experiences this year. That was a good run. Getting, our darkest shore run was good. I I mean, getting to that boss fight with you for your like your first time getting into that was so much fun to be with you while you did that. I really had a great time doing that. That was just a fun night too because yeah. I remember it was like four in the morning. I had class at like nine a.m. <laughs> yep. and Lex was like, "John, give me your account yes. and I will beat the Easter egg for you." So that on record, it officially has Johnny J twenty five as first in the world, mm-hmm. and I'm like. This is actually too funny. Here's my account. <laughs> and of course it didn't work out. Yeah, it uh, didn't work. But that would have been hilarious. Um Frozen Dawn the- Scythe. I loved the, like the implementation of those special weapons and then hearing Klaus talk to you in that demonic voice being like, I am first of your name, defend like whatever it was, like guardian of death. It was just like, oh, you just feel so mm-hmm. dope wielding those weapons. Uh, ZWC2 was a big success yeah. over ZWC1. Oh, absolutely. What a great highlight that was this year. Absolutely. I mean, Loved ZWC1 it. was pretty bad. It but I up. think they did a great job with two in comparison to one. Absolutely. And I don't mean to add that qualifier to say it was, oh, it was still crap. But like, no, no. oh, man, like if one was a proof of concept, Two was a perfection of that concept. Absolutely. A big shout out to Matt and congratulations to Matt and Pat on hitting another million subscriber channel. I saw that on Twitter. So good. Mm-hmm. nice job, guys. <laughs> Killing it. Uh, I'll say blood, this. Well, well, I, I didn't, that wasn't a highlight for me ending up Blood of the Dead until because it was all glitched to shit when I played it. So that kind of got ruined for me. Ending of Blood of the Dead. Oh, yeah. yeah. Classified mm-hmm. radios were a highlight. Hearing Dempsey by Hangar 4 saying we got to fix things. Hearing Samantha oh, again. German Samantha was wonderful. Really, really enjoyed that. Uh, um, let's see. 
uh even though the tour kind of didn't work out how mm -hmm. like i had planned it i yeah. will say going to places like de i know you didn't get to experience yeah, this, but going to places like de and Dries and brooked and all the and uh going to like Helgoland, actually seeing those zombie places was pretty awesome mm -hmm. and i i still think i made some good content out of it even though it was like miles from what i had originally had in mind mm -hmm. good for you that was like a semi oopsie semi success yeah, that was a fucking mess. <laughs> there's, there's no way around that. Uh, I did enjoy seeing Paris, the bits. I mean, Eiffel Tower and um, uh, Disneyland Paris, but I was so fucking sick, man. It was uh, someone so, so someone should, Mr. Expoy uh, said, no Zombros ugly sweaters. Whoopsies. Yeah, we should have done custom ugly Zombros sweaters. Yeah, and I like sweatshirts, too. We'll be doing that as well. Oh, radios were an oopsie on launch. You're absolutely right. Uh, the static mm -hmm. radios. Oh, I can't ignore that. But we're past the oopsies. Hold on to your oopsies. Ooh, ooh, going to Treyarch and getting access to the unlimited soda machine again. Yeah, dude, that's great. It's got to be cool to see him back there. I've been to Treyarch since Zombie Chronicles, and I've only been there one other time. So I doubt I'll ever get back after the shit we've said on this podcast. <laughs> Maybe you, actually. You might have a good chance. I don't know. You get to represent represent the old Zombros. I represent the podcast now. now. Yeah, you're the ambassador. I just stay at home. My mm -hmm. skits. Did I do skits? I, I, thought I don't that was, think so. The final Reich you're was 2017. You did skit in a while, I don't think. Yeah, it's it's been a little while. I miss those. Those are my favorite things. I, w I hope to do more of those in 2019. Let's um, see. What uh, maps came out in 2018? All right, let's go map by map. Darkest Shore. Yeah, um, Darkest Shore. I, I like mean, we, the we, we already touched on that. Nerthus was really fun. I really like that. Uh, what came next? The the Shadow, Shadow Throne. Throne. Uh, that was. Shadow I really enjoyed the the blimp in the sky. It had that like I think we talked about Sly Cooper feel to it. Yeah. But Shadow like, Throne had. A, I think Shadow Throne had really good presentation. Mm-hmm. Like you know, you had the whole you had the whole blimp sequences. Yeah. You had like the moment where you where you see like uh, what's his face get just mauled by all the yeah, zombies. Yeah. You'd walk into rooms and like people would be eaten alive by zombies. Remember, you had the whole sequence with the dead woman in the bed. Um, I think they did a really good job of presentation in that map. Mm -hmm. The angry community uh, skit. Oh, I did do that. That was fun. That's right, Houston. Okay, good, good. But oh, absolutely. oopsie. Oopsie. Oh. Every time I went on the Reddit. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Agreed. Uh that, that's a good call. With uh what what else do, what else do we do? What, what what's the next map? Uh Tortured uh, Path. Yep. Give me give me a summary of Tortured Path read. Hit me with it. Uh I love so positive way, love the arcade feel of it. We remember how they changed how you buy guns and stuff in that? That was really fun. Where they mm -hmm. there was drops, you could buy guns off the wall after certain rounds. I really did enjoy that about the tor tortured path. The first, excuse me, the first map Easter egg was not great though. Again, trying to stop the game without a crawler and line up a a windmill is just you need crawlers. I don't know why we don't have crawlers anymore. That's All right, name. then we got then we got what what was the last one? God, I can't think of the name. Well, I, Frozen Dawn, but Frozen Dawn, the Frozen I Dawn. I like Frozen Dawn a lot. I really think that's I one of the best right. ones. I think Final Reich and Frozen Dawn are my two favorites. I didn't play I, I didn't play Frozen Dawn that much. It just didn't grab me like the other maps. Oh, dude, the the special weapons, fighting the God King is sort of fun when you can just flamethrower cheese him. I think falling off the cliff with Smart was hilarious. Oh my goodness. That was so so much fun, those maps, just to see. Though everything bleeding, not always the best choice, but it, it fit the lore, which was nice. That typically doesn't happen these days, apparently. 
Just things have mm. to be in the map because they have to be in the map and they're never going to get explained. All right. So I feel now like we, we missed the map, our... though. I feel like we missed a map. No, we didn't. You sure we didn't miss a World War II map? Tortured Path. Yeah. Shattered Throne. It was Grossen House. But Darkest Shore. Yeah. Nah, that's 2017. Grossen House and oh, Final Rank right. 2017. Shit, you're right. We've hit, we've hit four World War II maps. Okay, now I we're on to the four Black Ops 4 maps. So we'll start Five. with... Uh, Five. What? Five. Black Ops 4. All right, Classified. Classified was a blast from the past, I'd yeah. say. It w- that started so strong. It was a really great start. Blew their load early and then totally could not finish. But it was mm-hmm. great to see. It was, it, you right? know, the East, the East Egg has its controversy, and that's a whole oopsie in itself. Yeah. But I think I think for what that map did with the story, it was much appreciated. Mm-hmm. Um, Though they I probably destroyed that. so much of it too. The, the longer yeah, they, they 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 broke a lot of it, and then mended it in their own new way that fits their current narrative. Right. But in some ways, it was also kind of good because it it, it gave five more purpose. It really fleshed out Broken Arrow. Yeah. I think it's yeah. Closer. Like there's there's definitely a layer of retcon that goes on within this map, but I think it's for the better. Yeah, I, I appreciate the fact that they're growing the game, and that's really really darn good. The thing I can't get over, which is my own problem, is the what ifs, what it could have been, because the writing was on the wall, and this map really could have brought those. Oh my god, they're going this direction, and they could have ran with it. It it feels like, you know, a half effort. Again, I completely disagree because you had all these ideas when the map first came out. And I remember you were throwing theories at me. Mm-hmm. And I just remember just thinking to myself, I'm like, what is this shit? <laughs> like you, you ran with it in like a million different ways. And yeah. then I feel like once they didn't run in the direction you didn't, once they, once they ran in a direction you didn't anticipate, you were turned off by it. I feel like that's more a you problem than, than, the, than the map itself. Yeah. I, because I, 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 I didn't experience that. that. And I just remember you kind of went off the wall the first week. Yeah, no, but there was so much stuff in the map that was super dope. But then hearing like Pablo Marinus throwing up in his beer and stuff, oh uh, yeah, doing nothing with Sam and the intro sequence not doing jack shit, it's just like they show you some bells and whistles. It's a hundred percent of me problem. Where I wish I wish there was more for classified. I think it could have been better. I like Ultimus more than most people too, so it all just feels like a bunch of uh, missed opportunities for something of the past. But I have different all tastes, right. so let's move on. Uh, Blood of the Dead, yeah. best ending to a Zombies map ever. Yeah, I'd say so. Once I, I think, once I it wasn't one glitched of the most, to shit, it was awesome. One of the most polished maps, and I think part of that is because it's just Mob of the Dead, which is already a good map. Most um, polished. What do you mean by that? Polished as in all round, just quality. What do you mean by that? I don't. Uh... I mean, Mob of the Dead is already a solid map, so you're building off the backbone of an already good map. Okay, I see. Okay, thank you. Um, like you didn't really need to reinvent the wheel and then you gave it a good ending and gave it new life and also they did enough that it feels different it doesn't feel like you're playing the same old map mm-hmm. but it also has enough of the old stuff that it's very is very easy to pick up and reminiscent of the past sure and yet they reinvented a lot of it and the redemption for the mobsters you know and then they, they really try to do some cool stuff with in easter egg cinematics if you can yes. describe it as that yep Yep, I'm with you on I all think, that type of stuff. I think I think it's great. I mean, it's not polished in the sense that the map crashed a lot, but I think... Sure, but no, I, I was saying in the sense that we've discussed how certain areas, like the replayability didn't last on Blood of the Dead at all for me. 
I feel like it's a map that's just depressing, and it's like mm, the new areas don't really add too much to the map. The best areas mm -hmm. are the old mob of the dead areas. So it's, right. it's a give well, or take. But we'll move on from that. Nine. Nine, I think, oh, is one of the most. Fabulous. Nine, nine I, I really don't have anything bad to say about nine. I mean, once you learn the bull locations, nine has been one of the best experiences. I love the crowd. I love the announcer. I love the momentum system. Uh, the, there could be a little too many catalysts at times, but it's just so damn fun. The Wonder Weapon could be a little more powerful to deal with all the catalyst stuff, but then again, you can get Blight Fathers to be dancing in the air. I, I Nine is such a quality map. Absolutely. Jav said uh, Dog Spawn Raid Oopsie. Yeah, that was yep, a big oopsie. That's a good oopsie. Voyage. Voyage is a map that's grown on me. Yep. I had a, I had a round 50 run in Voyage nice. not too long ago that I really enjoyed. Mm -hmm. um i know people give voyage a lot of shit and on launch it was the map that i played the least mm -hmm. but it has lately grown on me gonna i mean i got stockholm syndrome for it so i like the map only because i played it so much so i mm -hmm. i like the planet steps i think that's a really cool idea i like my own headcanon about the philosopher's stone that we're making that's pretty neat the map itself mm -hmm. is fun i enjoy it and uh dead of the night we we talked about dead of the night already yeah. i would just say just quick uh, death of the casual player. Sure, I'd I'd also say gorgeous. Just I love all the locations and the Celtic lore. I think that stuff's great. But mm -hmm. there's there's good and bad with it, right? The just with every map, certain things I get tied up on, certain things I don't. I'm tired of the Ether storyline at this point, mm -hmm. just because of classified and blood. I, I yeah, as for story in 2018, definitely feels like beginning of the end for uh, Ether. Yep. Chaos, I'm really refraining from judgment right now just because it's so new. It's so early. Um, I definitely worry that it I, I, I worry that it won't have the legs like Ether will, mm -hmm. but only time will tell. Sure. Um, community in 2018, absolute dumpster fire. I don't think there's any better way to describe it. Uh I'd say after no, nah, you're right. It got worse as the year went on. I mean, it was extremely let's be disrespectful. Honest, World War Two, World yeah. War Two, World War Two. It was pretty dead. It was terrible, and then the and then we had maybe like two months, three months, like the month leading up to Black Ops Four. Yep, the people were excited. Um, and then like the like October, and then it was like November and December. We're just gonna spiral into madness. It's the hatred and the toxicity is pretty, pretty terrible at this point. Uh, but I I don't know. I, I definitely feel quite a lot of frustration with how people approach and treat it. World War Two zombies. And that seemed to linger into Black Ops 4 zombies. It's, mm -hmm. it's zombie saturation. The community definitely was a low point. I think the Frozen Dawn and Lex falling asleep on stream to me is still like. Oh, no, funny. It, it's just such a highlight of how YouTubers are so flip floppity. Can't give like uh, these guys put all this work into a map and then just make so many jokes, shit all over it, and then you do. Uh, how, how about how about when Lex streams World War II DLC by clickbaiting it with Black Ops Four? <laughs> yep, yep, does that. Or uh, recently, both what was it? Reddit just went nuts today. I I looked on this because today I just wanted to see if there's anything we we're missing. I shouldn't have looked on the Reddit. 2,000 upvotes just shitting on Smith Plays and uh, Lex, who are just bitching about the game as per usual. And it's just like, oh, my God. It never mm -hmm. ends. 
never ends. So from a community standpoint, the Reddit circle jerks the YouTubers into being whiny babies sometimes, and then they try and defend themselves because they take themselves too seriously, and then it just keeps going over and over and over again. So I think, I think 20, 2018 was a year. Sure That's was. the best way to describe it. It, it the was community. a year. And uh, beginning of the was end? It a, was it a good year? Was it a bad year? I don't know, but it, it, it definitely was a year. Yeah, there is a lot of good <laughs> in the community. What was the good community highlights? We didn't have EE for C, which sucks. I'm super mad about that. We got to do a community event. Community highlights? Yeah. Um, Come on. We got, there's got to be positive things that happened in our community this year. There's There had to be charity streams that were done. I'm just, come on. There had to be. The chat will remind us. What about there's some girl that does covers that's actually suggested that we get her on the podcast. She does zombie covers. Uh, so that sounds cool. Covers of like, uh, what's his name? Yeah. Like she's okay. like Elena and all their songs and all that jazz. Positive things in the community. Come on. I don't know, Reed. I don't think we did anything positive. The part where we have nothing to say is when we're trying to think of good things. Let's go. Let's go to YouTube Rewind. I am just so proud of this community. Oh Jesus! We're able to do things bigger than ourselves. Ah, there he goes. EWC two. That's it. That's it. We yeah, yeah. ZWC that. that's, that's was a highlight. That's um, the biggest highlight. The blind zombie player. Oh yeah, he played Darius blind. blind. That was amazing. That was absolutely blind. a highlight. How did, how did that work? He he survived like uh, or was it like twenty rounds of knocked or forty rounds of knocked or something like that? And Darius, it was one of the two. And wow. I, yeah. Wow. He listens. He just puts the volume up really, really loud, and he's able to figure it out. That's good on him. Yeah, it's amazing. I mean, he can get to higher rounds. I, I forgot what it was, but he gets to higher rounds blind than I normally can do playing fine, capable. Uh, Zombie Records was just a big oopsie. Good point, job. Uh, oh, God, yeah. Zombie Records. And then the way they're carrying on right now, pretending they're still associated. Isn't that oh, just... Oh, yeah. Whoa. That's some like crazy X shit right there. Just like, no, we're still going out. It's like, whoa. it's not just oopsie. You're entering denial territory. Yeah, it's. Oh, Zombra's had its 100th episode. That was a community highlight. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's stroke our own ego there, John. Oh shit, we went long again. God damn it. All right, let's let's go. No, no, we're good on time. Oh, I was just okay. telling my sister to text me. Okay. Um. um Big oopsie. Should we get into the patron questions? Yes, or? get to the Patreon, Patron, Patreon questions. We'll get into the donation questions. If anybody has any more community suggestions, I'll bring those up as well as some good things. I'm being busy right now. I can read my donation ah. questions. <laughs> Excuse me. Go ahead. All right. Get the Patreon up, my man. I'm pulling it up right now, Reed. Do it. Do it. You won't. All right. I won't. Fine. All right. This is where we are then. Uh, I guess I'll have to do it at some point. Uh, okay. Uh, what zombie changes would you like to see before DLC 2? Gameplay, weapons, perks? Well, I've like I said, I want casual to be a lot more casual. Uh-huh. Everything from like Easter egg, Easter egg guides or hints to uh, to all that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. I think that'd be an awesome change just to bring oh, in more Fina. casual players. Yeah, yeah, I'd say so too. Athena is definitely the best part of my year, minus her almost <laughs> dying. 
That was from the only cop. Thank you very oh, he's much great. for that one. Yeah. Okay. Good to see you, only cop. How would you Some feel, uh, Doctor Montes? How would you feel if they added quotes to the Aether characters in Blackout when they approach zombie locations like Verrooked? That'd be fun. I would only like it in the in like the in the reference fan service kind of sense. Yep. They're like, oh man, last time I was here, it was a shit show. You yeah. Know? That would or be like, really fun. Uh, I'm with you. Or like, uh, or Dempsey enters. He's like, I wonder whatever happened to Johnny Banana. Yeah. You know? that, that's nothing. That's fun stuff. Nothing like Rick Toppin walks in there and he's like, oh, I wonder where I left the Casimir mechanism within Verrooked. Yeah, it's like, it's just like fuck, that does, that's not a thing in the story. Stop adding bullshit. Yeah, um, no, I'm with you. Just don't do... I would only like very minor fan service stuff that doesn't impact the gameplay. Yeah, or doesn't impact canon, canon. storyline nonsense. I'm with you. Uh, do you think Black Ops 4 Zombies is the best Zombies or does it still have potential to be? I think the potential is there, but I still give that title to Black Ops 3 as the penultimate zombie experience. Yeah. For now, I'm with you. I mean, Black Ops Three. It's like you've got you've got more maps than any other game, and those maps spread across four different games: World at War, Black Ops One, Black Ops Two, and you have. I mean, the, with the exception of like the Easter egg, I guess, in GK being broken, Black Ops Three is a solidly built game. You can be as overpowered as you want with gobble gums. I don't think there's a better experience than Black Ops Three. If you just want to experience everything, mm. you know, like get a little taste of what zombies can be in every sense of it. Okay. Uh, Dr. Monty asks, Reed, did you find that Magic the Gathering card or whatever it was he lost? No, and apparently they don't necessarily have to come in the pack. So I just got the token without having the guy. In the I didn't know how that worked. I asked some friends around, so it's okay. I got three mythics in the box, so I'm all right. Uh, Tribute347 asks, uh, what did you want for Christmas? What's on your Christmas list, Reed? 3D printer. 3D printer Ooh. was my big gift this year. I wanted a Damn. 3D printer. I went I went with uh, Alexa. Oh, you crazy bug in your house. You crazy. Um, Siri has become my best friend. Siri and I talk all the time. So oh. I figured I'm going to step it up and also get an Alexa. Yo, okay. We got an Alexa, we got an Alexa in our bathroom back oh. at school. Yep. And nothing is better than being in the shower and saying, Alexa, let's play Jeopardy. And then we play Jeopardy as I'm in the shower or I'm on the toilet and we start playing Jeopardy. Me and Alexa play Jeopardy a lot. And now I now I want an Alexa for my room. OK, so, that's fascinating. Uh, I, I'm just slowly replacing yeah. all of my friends with electronic assistants. Fantastic. Um, I think smart house, smart house technology is incredible and I totally want it. But I'm not, I just won't do like giving them our, my information, letting them get reports on all my activities. And it's always on and always recording. I'm not up for any of that shit. Uh, I don't give a shit. My, my yeah. rule of thumb is don't think about it. That's uh, okay. But uh, don't think about it. Just let Alexa invade your home and then you can play Jeopardy as you're pooping. Oh shit. What was. Nothing is better than being in the shower and then telling Alexa to play a song and then she does it. God, I love it. Oh. My brother-in-law's best Smart friend. Smart guy just says, John, why? Yeah. As my brother-in-law's best friend has Smart House, like his lights will turn on at a particular time. The music will start playing. Everything's all smart. And the problem is with so Alexa. No, 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 no. <laughs> with the Alexa, I think, or the Google Home, I think it's an Alexa he had. He would start saying thank you. And he, like it took like two or three weeks 
before he already had some sort of relationship? Like, do you think Alexa or anything like that? No, I don't think Alexa. I can be pretty rude to Alexa. See, sometimes. that's just it. He's just like, no, this is a machine. I'm not going to be good to a machine. Like, you don't be kind to a machine. It's a machine. This is not like, because it, it was fascinating. We went down the uh, rabbit you should, hole. You should, hear right? my li- you should hear my little sister talk to Alexa. Oh. Where when my sister moved to Berlin, mm-hmm. she stole she stole uh, our, our Echo Dot. Yeah. And um, she's home for Christmas and she brought the dot with her. Mm-hmm. And so my little sister, who's like four years old, goes up to Alexa and says, Alexa, how was your trip? <laughs> she did. That's adorable. And Alexa just didn't respond. Oh, that's so adorable. But mm-hmm. it is, I, I find it very interesting to see how our relationships are going to develop with technology, especially when we start associating like actual relationships with our technology because they do so much for us, especially if we go to smart home technology. Do so, you see what Smart was saying where he said, uh, what? did you see the number of things for call? Did you see, did you see the numbers thing for Call of Duty players per game that Charlie Intel tweeted about? And I'm oh, on no. Charlie Intel's Twitter and I'm not. I did see the tweet, but I didn't click on it because I was like, I don't I, I was not in the mood for that. Oh, up. here it is. You want to link me? Uh, yeah. Cool. That'd be awesome. And so the, there was a good tell- oopsie I missed. Uh, host migration. I don't know how he went backwards on host migration. That's that's a massive oopsie. That's true. That's uh, so this is an estimated number of players. So Charlie Intel released an article today. Estimated total number of players on okay. PlayStation 4 for each Call of Duty title since 2013. Not two days ago. Uh, even so even look- Crisp. Make sure we shout out the author's names of these articles. They uh, the One of the this ones was, on Charlie Intel reached out was, to me and asked for us to do that. This was written by Ethan Crisp. Uh, mm-hmm. So I'll just read you the numbers. Call of Duty Ghost, 13 million uh, users. Wow. Advanced wow. Warfare, 21.3. Black Ops 3, 54.7. Infinite Warfare, 18.4. MWR, 10.6. World War II, 25.5. Black Ops 4, 9.8, which is the lowest of every game lower than Modern Warfare Remastered. Wow. Now, of course, this doesn't... I don't think this includes Christmas sales. Yeah, but that, that sounds like opening yeah, weekend right sales. Here. The Black Ops so. 4 numbers will appear significantly low due to releasing only two months ago, and the influx of players from Christmas have yet to arrive. Right. So, I mean, it's not a great sign that it's this low, especially compared to its predecessor, Black Ops 4, where it's five times smaller. Yeah. But also remember that Black Ops 4 had three years to build up that number. Yeah. I bet there was a, like, it, it doesn't have the Christmas numbers. It doesn't just have the numbers of slowly picking up sales over the course of the year. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have the numbers from, like, say, Zombie Chronicles, because I bet that yep. gave it a thump. Basically, the order support. The order, the order of games goes Black Ops 3, World War 2, AW, IW, Ghost, MWR, and BO4. Which yeah. I guess is interesting to suggest that um, Ghost... Let's just remove Black Ops 4 from the equation because mm-hmm. it's so new. Yeah. Um, Ghost is the worst performing Call of Duty. Yeah. Uh, IW, which is surprising, performed better than Ghost. I would have expected the opposite. Yeah. However, World War 2 outperformed both of them but was dwarfed by Black Ops 3. Black Ops yep. 3, look at the numbers in the graph, look like a massive success. Yeah, 
And that's the thing with graphs. You can skew statistics in incredible ways. But I remember uh, when we were talking to the devs from Sledgehammer, they kept saying that World War II was a success. And how yeah. can you not say that? It beat World War II is World War II is more successful oh, right, so, than ever. With the, if yeah, you remove mind. Black Ops 3, yeah. World War II is the most successful Call of Duty to date. Yeah. Or not to date, but since since, since 2013. Since, uh, Even more successful than generation. Advanced Warfare. So if you look at Sledgehammer's performance on a year-over-year cycle, their most recent title released or performed better than the title before that. There's also an interesting note. It says, Black Ops 3's player count is incredibly high, likely to it being available for free to all PlayStation Plus members from June 12th to July 11th in 2018. So this summer, remember that um, that was when they were hyping up Black Ops 4, I think. So that game had a whole free month of uh, users. And I my guess is that this is just unique users. I don't know exactly. I, I um, hope it's unique users. Otherwise, this data sucks. <laughs> uh, uh, apparently, this not, is only PlayStation so, so numbers, some, too. That sounds not Here right. says, well, this is a rough idea of the total player count. There's still many variables to contribute yeah. to its inaccuracy. Uh, one, it's assumed that the numbers are global. However, this can't be confirmed. Two, it's not known whether these numbers are players who launched the titles or simply had them installed. Three, according to Redditors, the numbers only span from November 20th to December 4th, 2018. Uh, the author of the report did not include trophies with a percentage lower than 0.5% mm. to reduce inaccuracy. So I think... Um, mm. Okay, so basically, I guess the way they calculated these numbers was based on just trophies. How many... How many PlayStation users have trophies from that game? Interesting. Which makes sense. I, I I get how that number would then be calculated. And basically what they're saying is any achievement that like less than 0.5% of the community completed, they just ignore from their data sample, mm-hmm. which would include stuff like Easter eggs. Yeah. Interesting. It's an interesting I, concept. I, 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 I agree with the methodology for how they how they arrived well, at that the number. The only problem is how do you get that data for the, the trophies, though? Because my shit doesn't they must, show up because I, I have a private profile. So my I don't guess is, report it. Uh, my guess is that maybe internally they have those numbers. I don't know. Well, th- maybe. I don't know. Well, Treyarch would, obviously, because this isn't by Call of Duty. I'd be curious yeah. if this is like Social Blade trying to guess YouTuber... Uh, earnings and it's not even goddamn close and that might I be think the same so. deal. I think so. The numbers are inaccurate, but I think the most important thing is not the not the exact number, but where each number is in relation to one another. Mm-hmm. I know. <laughs> Alright, so let's wrap this up. Um, no, what, that's not. It's my sister just being annoying. Older or younger one? Uh, younger, but only younger by like four years. Oh, that's not too bad. I, I was wondering if it was the really young one. Because uh, then that's cute. If it's not the really young one, then it's super not cute. Mm-hmm. What other All questions right. do you have from the Patreon donors? Either way, that it, that article was interesting. Yeah. Um, Thanks for sharing, guys. And gals. And whatever the hell you, you identify guy. as. Alright. Okay. Uh, um... Do you have any more, or can so, I get my donations? Yeah, no, there are more. Uh, where do you think the Aether story is heading? What will be the story implications of DLC 2? It's like, would DLC 2 even be... Uh, it's so hard. I feel like Aether right now is actually really hard to predict, because it's like, are we getting an original map, or are we just getting another remake? Are getting a remake? Are we going to the Great War? Like, what the fuck are we doing? I don't know. Like, it's... 
It all depends on where Treyarch's going with this. I'm sure they have their grand vision, and then we'll be saying, oh, they're geniuses by the end of this, and we're all going to be emotional at the ending. But right now, it's just like, I, I, I need the next three maps just so I can be like, okay. Like, maybe, like, my friend who likes The Last Jedi, I'm sorry to bring this up. It's worse than politics. Uh, he was at a Christmas party the other night with me, and he really, really likes it. And his arguments kept being like, we'll see. He's just so curious how the next movie will go. He thinks that the, the previous movie allowed the Star Wars universe to be so much more. And that's what I'm hoping for Call of Duty Zombies right now, that they did this shit that just sucks right now. But in a couple maps, it was necessary for us to, to enjoy this longer, I guess. Hopefully. Uh, one unknown player, favorite pop or soda? Uh, man, that's Dr. Pepper probably. Coca-Cola. Uh, what is one unknown player also asked, what is your favorite old tidbit of Aether's story you'd like to see explored? Hmm. I mean, Ascension Group would have been super dope. Yeah, going would into go the Ascension Group would be fun, learning more about them. Uh, I mean, there's probably tons hmm. of cool stuff I would have liked that just got killed thanks to Monty and, and tentacle hentai monsters. So... Let's go Shangri-La Mountains. Yeah, that would have been cool. Let's let's make that let's let's bring them back. Actually, make them relevant. Put that to bed. Yeah, but I think it's become point, such a meme that they can't. Yeah, it's like I'm pretty sure there's nothing to do with those now. Like the way I've even asked Jason in the past, he just doesn't give a shit. It's clearly just a joke. Uh, I'd laugh if the joke was that the community's so crazy that we could say anything and they'd believe us, and that's what we've mm -hmm. been. And we haven't let go of that in years. I, I hundred percent could believe that. Hopefully, uh, have you thought ones? about do they max ass? Have we thought about doing the grief and turn live stream in the transit stream too? Um, no, we haven't put any thought into that since last week. Nope. It's going to happen eventually. The problem is our schedules. We're basically got to get... It's more important we fulfill all of our Patreon goals than we have our stupid-ass competition map right now. So we'll figure it out. It'll happen. I'm going to have charity uh, events, though, as a quick... And if you like podcasts, uh, linked is the D&D &D stuff, so you can go listen to that on a different channel. My D&D &D stuff. And I, I want to do three different uh, charity events next year, hopefully one of them being ee for c but at least two. And I wanted to see. We should talk about if we want to do a charity event together, John. We should really try mm -hmm. and figure something out like that. Uh, yeah, we do Zombra's charity event. I'm all for that. Yeah, uh, we should do that. Portugal to Mark, best Christmas gift you've ever received. Whew, that's tough, man. I my my family's really big with Christmas, so they get super emotional, meaningful gifts, useful gifts. I mean, I I'll say. There's been plenty of gifts I've gotten from family members that are like those remember me when I'm gone gifts, and those have definitely meant, meant the most to me. My my best gifts are the gifts I don't I don't ever plan to buy for myself. Yep. Um, like my grandma got me gloves once for Christmas, like really <laughs> yeah. like a nice pair of gloves. Yep. And at first I'm like, well, this is kind of lame, but then I start wearing the gloves. I'm like, I'm so glad I have these gloves. Because I would have never bought myself a nice pair of gloves, but now I have them. Oh man! Or I, uh, yep, I agree. Getting 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 a new getting a new uh, pe new pack of socks because like I'm too lazy to go out and buy myself socks. <laughs> Always appreciated. Yep, I love the surprise it's, gifts because you know it's 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 like a lot of shit I can just buy for myself. Yep, like I want a switch, so I just went out and bought one. Yep, but it's like it's like the shit that I don't think to buy are always great gifts. Um, 
as lame as that sounds maybe that's just that's maybe that's just me growing up um in terms of actual solid gifts someone's got a ps2 for christmas um mm. that opened up the world of video games to me which i think definitely put me on this path so i guess you can count that I, like every year we got like game consoles for christmas it was ridiculous like game boys game boy advance sp goddamn mm. nintendo cranking out those damn handheld games man every damn year uh ps2 mm. we got ps3 i got yeah no it's been ps4 pro i got for christmas nintendo wii that's probably one of the best ones was the wii for christmas that was awesome the whole family were playing like guitar hero i think that was on playstation 2 i got guitar hero and then we got like wii sports and i got my whole family to actually play like my extended family that visits every christmas that's our tradition we always go to my aunt's house on new year's eve and then christmas eve and then christmas mm. day we have it at our house it's just, oh man, that that's one of my favorite memories for sure, up there. There's tons of them though. I think that that wraps it up for uh, patron questions. Do you have donors you want yep. to get into? Uh, Zila donated two dollars. Goes, hey Reed, love your content. Uh, where is Quinn been? In the sense, uh, he just been out of the community. That and that's, it's been like he hasn't posted in, like months, right, John? I asked you about this. The only reason I bring that up is because. He made a tweet the other day. My buddy highlighted to me, and Quinn was joking about being the most consistent zombie YouTuber. And then Smith plays replied to him. He's just like, uh, "Don't at me, bro," or whatever. So it, yeah, it's it's amazing how Bo Four knocked off cons- like YouTubers as well. Like Smith plays Quinn Knight left the com- zombie community. Like not like officially, it's a, but it's been four months. Or it's been not four months. It's been one month. Okay. Although I have something tells me that this most recent stream of his will quickly roll over into two month territory yeah because it looks like he's uh it looks like he's look it looks like a classified easter egg hunt oh something wow. tells me this is yeah october 28th this is four days away from being two months old so i can see a two months jeez yeah that's rough especially for streamers still active in the battlefield community though what's that is he still active in the battlefield community oh did he try battlefield Battle as well because he was in Fortnite, Battlefield, uh, Battle oh Battlefront. Are you asking Battlefront? That's what I meant. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, no, he's still he's still active in the Battlefront. Yeah. So that's where he's at. Yeah, there you go. That's what he said. He's gonna go focus on that. So there you go. That's that's mm-hmm. where he's at. And we wish him all the best. Uh, Handless Mace Windu. That's a great name. We've had you before. Hey Rad, I know this isn't a zombies question, but have you seen Star Wars Theory v- Vader fan film? I just was talking to John about this. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Check it out. We can get a chance. It's a little fan servicey, but I did enjoy it. I'm very excited for what I believe to be your character showing up in it. That was that was interesting. The way they approached it, it's the acting's not super duper great, and you obviously you don't have the James Earl Jones for the Vader voice, but the the writing is just night and day better than the garbage we typically get in the conversations. Mm-hmm. Anywho, the last one is Retro Sheep Donates. Merry Christmas. It's been a great year following the podcast. I missed the catch-up Patreon call on Friday. Do you know when the December call will be? Uh, next week sometime. This week. This week? Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely this week after Christmas, like Friday or something like um, that. I'll probably put out – I've been doing this lately over the past yeah, few, put a few calls, out. just putting out a poll to see what time works best for people. Yeah. Um, where There's going to be a bonus episode coming in. There's going to be a patron call this week. So yep. stay tuned. Oh, you poor person. Someone says, do you still get Christmas gifts, Reed? Oh, my God. What household do you live in? <laughs> my God. <laughs> now, our family really, really cares about Christmas. It's more about getting the family together and because we you know, don't always get that opportunity. We don't have, like, uh, 
yearly get-togethers, and we don't go on a lot of trips. I've said this for plenty of years, but we go pretty crazy for Christmas. So I, I wish I wish everybody the best that they could have those. So I think that's going to wrap up our episode of Zombros this week. I hope you all have an absolutely wonderful holiday season if you celebrate whatever. Uh, Merry Christmas. Happy New Year, even though we'll see you just before New Year's. But in case you don't catch the show before New Year's, be safe. And thank you so much. Do you have any last-minute announcements? Are, are we, is there anything uh, else we have? Zombros is on iTunes and Spotify, in case you want to know. iTunes, Patreon, Spotify. You the, can get the, uh, hat. the hats. Yeah. The hats. Uh, so we got custom Zombros beanies. Keep you warm in the winter. They will be available to every Ultra Rare and Primus patron. You'll get that sent to you in the mail for free. You just have to become a patron by January 1st. Yeah. And then they will be sent out uh, mid-January because of the manufacturer. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think that covers that. Brad Rendering is going to have a overall. It's already had basically its overhaul on its Patreon page. If you're curious about that, uh, this video is sponsored by Ironside Computers. John, Ironside Computers are the leader, the leader in customizable PCs online. In the sense that you can build any of their models, they'll do it for you. They have just the most professional looking computers and functioning computers. John, could could it get better than both? looking visually a, a pleasing and having incredible functionality? No. Exactly. Exactly. So if you're curious about Ironside computers or if you want to get one yourself, you should go into the description and say, hey, you know, if I'm in, the, I'm looking for a new PC from Ironside, tell them we sent you. Be like, God damn, the Zombros podcast, they really sold me on how great your mother effing computers are. Maybe don't. They are swell, guys. They are swell. And they were nice enough to sponsor this episode of the Zombros Podcast. Um, I think that's just uh, just about it. So thank you so Mm -hmm. much. I hope you all are great. Be safe. And I'll see you in the next one. Bye. Go spend time with your family. Thank you for tuning into this episode of Zombros. Make sure to download the podcast on iTunes and support the show on Patreon if you haven't already. If you have the time, be sure to rate the show because it helps keep the podcast going. Links will be in the description. We'll see you in the next episode.